2: Uh, welcome to the program, folks. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. Oh, is everybody excited to be here tonight? No, seriously. Is everybody excited to be here? Well, the cat's excited. Well, is everybody else excited to be here? When you are a man. Oh, really? Sometimes you wear stretchy pants. It's true. It's true. Thank you for being here, Nacho. How about you, Ric Flair? Are you uh you excited to be here? You're talking to the Rolex! Oh really? Diamond ring
1: wearing. Okay. Kiss stealing. Woo. Wheeling dealing. Limousine lighting. Jet flying. Son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Ah uh, yes, <laughs> yes.
2: Indeed, you're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour, and I'm in such a good mood because the one, the only
0: Clay Southern Wood Sharp is in studio. How you doing? I ain't doing good, Joey. I'm just, I'm, I'm not one to piss in your ear and tell you it's raining. I'm You're not, not doing well? I'm not doing well. Is it some I'm, deep existential crisis? No, what it is, Joey, I am like a flower. Yes, 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 you are. And, well,
2: this is obvious. When
0: the sunshine comes out, I reach up and I'm, I'm glorious in all my beauty as I reach for the sunshine. And I've not seen the sunshine in like three days. And so,
2: yeah. How do people this, live in the Pacific Northwest or in England? Why,
0: I think that's why they're miserable. I think so too. I, I, this, oh, no, they I have feel to develop
2: like, a sense of humor and a great sense of irony too. I
0: it, feel like I woke up Sunday morning mm-hmm. and I had been transported to Seattle, Washington, or something sure. like that. I mean, this is terrible. I think the climate does
2: ex- somewhat explain the culture. Like in any given place, definitely. Like you know, Bill Burr has a great bit from years ago. It's a stand-up special a while ago, and it was in the middle of Atlanta in the middle of August, I believe. And he's like, "It's so hot down here that you can understand the racism." I was like it's not even mean racism. It's just like some guy working outside all day, and he's like, "Look at them over there drinking that water. I wish I had some water." <laughs> And you know, I don't know. There's something to uh, the weather that well, it does affect the culture. Like think of the incredible architecture around here, like these 18 foot, 20 foot ceilings and these old homes from the 1800s that are still surviving. Mm -hmm. That's all the weather. That's all the climate. I mean, completely. So I know I'm with you. My mood has been affected by the constant rain, and I'm not one to sit there at night in my bed like cuddling myself or my pillow and, oh, listen to that pitter-patter on the roof. It's like, oh, God, it's raining.
0: Uh, Well, I mean, like, it once every two or three weeks or once a month. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's night, but all day every day, no wonder those people are miserable up there. Right. I mean, I feel like I've been chewed up by a coyote and crapped over a cliff. I mean, I just feel terrible. Okay, then. (laughs) All right.
2: Uh, anyway, you must be happy about the study that came out today that bearded men are considered sexier. Uh, well, I've always known that.
0: Well, I'm, good for you. I'm glad you've done your own research. See, there it's was it's good the, to be
2: confirmed.
0: There, there was an earlier study done, though, Joey, <laughs> yeah. uh, that I'm always considered sexier. Really? Whether I'm bearded or not.
1: I don't but know I am that. putting I'm, the silver
0: on. Look. I got the silver now. Well, I mean, plays the full silver. What do you think of the mustache? I am kind of digging the mustache. Yeah, I, I like it's that grown you, out
2: some more. Yeah, and you left the soul patch. Yeah, so. I got the
0: soul patch. Yeah, it's managed. It's not getting all Excellent. unruly. I, I like it better than than the beard. Yeah well the what you called a beard yeah it was i am i'm not being ugly i'm being no, you're honest you're being honest <laughs> i can't grow a proper beard and it still bothers me to this day Well, you got i can see like you you didn't shave this morning you got the neck beard you just got nothing on your cheeks or anything no
2: actually i just took a a simple razor like i didn't shave with a close blade oh i got you oh i just you know you're just the way the lights hit you it got right
0: sandpaper is yeah. what you got it yeah. feels good cats love it
2: They really do, don't they? They really do. Yeah, Yeah, they love it. I thought so. Right, and there's one cat I was taking care of used to rub its head on the bottom of my scruff right under my chin. That's that sound, folks. Okay, that's disgusting. Yeah, listen to it. Just listen to it. (sighs) Anyway, I learned today there's apparently a sex drought. Mm. No, for all the talk of... We pornography is a booming business. I was talking about that last night. It's like three of the top 10 websites of the United States or adult content. Whatever. Like people are sexting. No, like sexual knowledge has sort of been mainstreamed. But researchers, and this is uh, detailed studies, uh, teenagers and kids coming of age they're waiting longer. Like, you know the whole joke, there was a scene in Friends where uh, they're making reference to Lord of the Rings and, like, Joey Tribbiani doesn't understand it. And they're like, Joey, didn't you read Lord of the Rings in high school? And he goes, no, I had sex in high school. And apparently, more and more kids, not Generation Millennial, but I guess Generation Z, they're waiting for whatever reason. So maybe it's the old rule that if you're talking about it all the time, you're not getting any. Hmm. I mean, we're so saturated with it that it's almost like people are like, oh, yeah, I know about that. Well, yeah, I know about that. But in their personal lives, they're actually pretty straight-laced. I think that's a good thing. Like we're flipping the whole American thing on its head. It used to be Americans are... Puritans in public and perverts behind the closed door, but maybe we're now perverts in public and we're Puritans behind the door.
0: Well, and I I think, Joey, that there there can be a danger both ways. Oh, of course. It's about a bad it, balance. W- and, and this really applies to everything out there. Oh, yeah. Especially moral issues. If you go too far one way, abolition of alcohol oh. or everybody is free alcohol, both of those are bad, but it, you, you know... What? And and I'm not saying the government should regulate it. I'm just saying that if you go too far on any subject in yes. any direction, it can be bad. But I do think. Well, then, know, it, let me cut you off here because
2: my good friend John put it very well in high school that there's always room for a slice of pie, just one, just a little slice of
0: warm apple pie. I, see, there's always
2: room for a little bit of pie.
0: I don't know that I necessarily not the agree with pie. Pie. that. A whole pie. Well, but it's... Don't ruin your appetite. It, 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 the problem with a slice of pie, if you want to use that metaphor, is when you get a slice of pie, what are you going to want? You're gonna want another slice of pie, and, another, and or if you've you got your steak with, and your potatoes and your green beans, and maybe some broccoli. Uh, yeah, but I think that gets left out if you start with dessert first. No, what happens for just, me is if I have that slice, like, of, yeah. okay. Well, I had strawberry pie. How about uh, an ice cream sundae? No, that's what happens and to and me if I have that slice of pie. Then want I want to put a on scoop with of a ice cream and some chocolate ice sauce ice cream, on top of it, vanilla bean mm-hmm. ice cream. On, oh man! And then you're in a constant state of your hunting for the next best dessert instead of the savoring meal. the whole meal. To stay with the metaphor, you right. know, it's, it's, okay, well, you know, broccoli's not necessarily my favorite, but, you know, broccoli... What is broccoli in this situation? Well, that's like, to be honest, that's her bitching at you, but the, you <laughs> have to put up with that, you know, to get the, you know, the... <laughs> roasted potatoes and carrots and onions and bell peppers. <laughs> Do you remember the s skit where it's Will Ferrell and
2: Rachel Dratch in the hot tub at some stupid motel? The professor's clavin'. Lava! And it's Jimmy Fallon like in the hot tub with them and they're like talking in this ridiculous accent. It's ringing and a
0: bell with after me. After we
2: love one another we eat our spiced meats. Would you like some lamb? Good sir. And it's just so over the top and ridiculous. It's one of my favorite things that happens in SNL when they start cracking themselves up. Yeah. But yeah, that just for some reason that came up. We this extended food metaphor got me thinking
0: of, you know, <laughs> snacking on some spiced meat. But I, I do to your original point. I think I think it's good if children are waiting longer. Yeah. You're not Mentally I don't know that you're capable of the emotional part of having intercourse with someone. Right. Now, because so it, it the it it is it's fun, it feels good, all that. Sure. It, we all it can also be horrific. We all know and that yeah. oh, it, it can be. But there's also an emotional attachment to that. And that's the way, and like I said, I always go no. back to, and I'm not perfect, I'm not saying that i followed this all my life, but I, it, it was designed for man and woman come together, they become one, and right. they are one person. And in that right. moment, you are connected, both literally and figuratively, right. you are connected and you become one person. And I think if, if you're... Little steady thing that. No, it's a huge
2: write up in the Atlantic today. That there if, is a. If that's drought, true. For all I, the talk of it, young people are not. For all the Tinder and, uh, like, you know, the Tinder. For all your sort of hookup apps and your online dating yeah, and mm-hmm. your permissive uh, culture in a way, uh, people are waiting. They're, they're more hesitant. I think maybe it's because people have. The younger generation sees through the BS. They see through... And sometimes the BS isn't like the parents giving down rules. Sometimes it's... They see the so-called promise or pursuits of happiness, whether their older siblings or parents pursued, and they see through it. If they see that their older sibling maybe has had not just one slice of pie, but two, three, four, five... They, they keep eating pie, whole pies night after night. And they're not happy. They're insatiable. Yeah, Their desire for pie. And so it's like, I'm not even going to go down that road. I think just people are getting wiser. I also think, and this is me just talking off the top of my head, there's more exposure these days. Like, in terms of your public reputation. You could, I think, even when I was growing up, do things quietly... Uh, for better or for worse, and to an extent get away with it. Or maybe people in your circles, like locally, would know. But it wasn't blasted online for all the world to see. And you weren't able to see online all the different ways things could go wrong. And I'd imagine just because that's out there, younger people
0: might be a bit more buttoned up. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I know just raising children is is the hardest part of it is allowing them to fail allowing them to own who they're going to be you if you micromanage them and it, I think you can get a child to a grown age to 18 say sure. you know through high school and all that and you can control every single aspect of their life all the way to that point If you want to do that, fine. The day they turn 18 and they go to Troy or Auburn or University of Alabama, USA, Mm -hmm. where have you, to, to school, they're going to lose their mind because then they don't have somebody with their finger on top of them teaching them. But to allow your children to go out and experiment to a degree and allow them to fail, but then protect them from actually really hurting themselves... right? that's the hardest thing to gauge is how far do I let you this let child go, go right. before I pull the kite string Well, and you don't you want know, a back. kid
2: thinking you don't care I think that's probably one of the worst things that you. It, it, I can do whatever
0: and they're not going to give me attention one way or another and, and it's a terrible place to be and on the other hand of that and I have lived with this and dealt with this mm. is if you say something You've got your finger on them too hard. If you don't say something about the exact same thing, it's, well, you don't care anything about right. You don't. me. Right. So you some of that is like white noise. You have to just let go by, and you've got to have a focus and a goal, and you've got to find that happy medium, which is it's hard as hell, man. It's hard to find that happy medium of where you need to be. It and sounds like marriage too. It's it. Marriage is it sounds like
2: any sort of relationship. Like I, I had a woman once. Southernwood. No, I'm just gonna leave it at that. I had a woman once. No, no, I had a woman once. Confessed to me, kind of like you know how when you come home and your dog is torn up the toilet paper roll, and he's like. Scrouched over in the corner, kind of looking over his shoulder. Oh, I know I did bad. That's how she approached me. I know I did bad. And she admitted that on a, a trip that I wasn't go- I didn't go on. She made out with another guy. And my response to that was, "All right." She then proceeded to get mad at me
0: because you didn't because I mad wasn't at mad at her, right?
2: And yeah. then that made me mad. Because yeah. I was trying to play it cool.
0: Like I was trying to be understanding. And, and and a lot of that is it's the psychological side of it of playing game and that's where you've got to keep your focus and I don't like the game playing. Yeah, and I I don't like the love game. No, I don't. I don't either. I never got into them, and that's you I, never I just, got into the love games. You are never drafted into the love games. No, I'm just ne- never You're a lucky man. No, I, I never never played them. It was just straight up. Either I like you, or I don't like you. Right. And you know, if you do something, then that's fine. And but here I wanted you. The way you were talking about, you know that that balance
2: with how much do I protect my kid? God, how much so do we fun. let it happen? In a way, isn't it? The kid is. You're raising children, but the children are also raising you. Yeah, you know, you're teaching them but they're teaching you. It's that old chestnut. It's a two way street. And I feel like I'm going through this phase right now as I'm approaching thirty. Can you tell that I'm a little preoccupied about that? It's just a number. Just a day. Like 30 years ago today, Joseph Ray he Clark was, born, was born, Ray Clark. born on this December earth. the 2nd. The doctor smacked him on his bottom, <laughs> the father clipped the umbilical cord, and he was off into the world. Yeah. The nurses thought he was adorable. But it's not that, it shouldn't be that big of a deal, but I feel, I'm starting to feel my age. Where I can look at kids, and I can feel what maybe you, and especially those boomers, might feel about me. Like, who is this young punk talking on the radio, acting like he knows things? How dare he use his mind? Yeah. Like, even if he's... How dare he even express an opinion? But then, I I feel that way about some people younger than I am. I do. But then, I also have gone through the whole feeling of, "Mm, the youth. They'll Be the savior, the messiahs of our generation. You know, they'll save our generation from our foolish mistakes. The hope is in our children's future.
0: The uh, I, the, I, I've been feeling that lately, it, it and the, uh. A lot of that goes to perception, because mm-hmm. I can remember, let's relate it to sports. Everybody can realize sports, because everybody in Montgomery, Alabama is a football fan. right? And I remember as I was coming up, I mean, we were terrible. I mean, we, we were god-awful. We had a small class, and we weren't very talented, and people were looking at... What the pee wee and the junior high team, and saying, you know, those kids those are kids. really good once they get mm-hmm. up to varsity, we're going to be right. And, and they were right. And in '92, '94, '95, we won the state championship. Yeah, but '91, nah, man, we
2: that '91 90, <laughs> class wasn't it good
0: was stock terrible. at all. And But you look, and it's the same way when you're in the sixth grade, and you're only looking at someone that's Mm -hmm. six years older than you. Maybe even only five years older. A senior in high school? That's a huge difference. That's a grown man. Yeah. And you're just a kid. And so, as you get up, and especially at the age you're entering, your your clock, your internal clock is telling you, Mm -hmm. hey... You're a grown man. Should I... When I turn 30, do I have to start getting my prostate checked? I don't know when they recommend that. You got any in your family? No. Any cancer? No. No, nah, 40, so 45. I, my, my prostate should be good. Yeah, I started about 35, but my grandfather had prostate cancer, mm-hmm. and so we're all really conscious of that. Okay, and, right. And, uh... I just... I, I've... I don't feel like those checkups anytime soon. Eh, I'm just I'm nervous about doctors as it is. It's, and Then they're going to do that. It's really not that bad except it's just hilarious when they said, "Now relax." It's like, <laughs> dude, if you just stick your finger in my butt, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I, know, how can I relax? But I'm trying to get to this thing you sent me.
2: That you know, I feel on occasion that the children are going to be the saviors of this country. If they were all like this little girl, like this, this little is my girl, hero, Caden. Caden is in kindergarten, folks. She's very cute. This could be my child Let's right listen. here. It's only a minute long. Let's listen to what Caden has to say. She's going to teach us about there's a rule in kindergarten and wait for it. Yeah.
1: There's a rule in kindergarten.
2: Okay, Caden. If
1: someone hits you, you tell the teacher you don't hit them back. This is our no-bullying policy.
2: Okay, so what she said is if somebody hits you, you don't hit
0: them back. You go tell the teacher. Right.
1: So we're clear. If Johnny punches me in the face, Mm -hmm. Kaden gets a black eye, and Johnny gets a rainy day, then that means on Friday, Johnny doesn't get any treasure box. Okay. Okay. And also on Friday, Caden still has a black
0: eye. Stop right there. Issue one I have with parenting and schooling. Mm -hmm. We reward children for doing what they're supposed to do. Let that sink in. No, we should not. Damn it, Joey. Positive sanction. No. You do not reward someone for doing what they're supposed to do. Why? Because that's what you're supposed to... I use the word supposed Supposed. on purpose. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to hit somebody. Okay? Don't reward somebody. Her job as a kindergartner, Mm -hmm. go to school, if the rules are to sit in your desk... You know, go to snack time at this time, do this at PE, do that. If you do what you're supposed to do, you're not rewarded. Yeah, but no, 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 no. Yeah, ball no, bull crap.
2: Bull crap on you. When you do what you're supposed to do as a full grown man, don't you get rewarded?
0: No. No. When I no, do. No, you don't. You don't get a sense of satisfaction, if not more than that. When I do what I choose to do, mm. I get rewarded
2: but when, you don't find any I sense choose. of
0: a uh, sense of of meaning and in, in following, fulfilling your duty that's internal i don't it, look when i leave your house people don't come up and put a little gold star or say come here come here mr clay you get to reach in the 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 basket and get a prize out now that's bull crap <laughs> and that's what we raise our children to be grown ass children joey This little girl's got it right. Let's get back to her point. Let's get back to her point.
2: The the current bullying policy in her kindergarten is if Caden gets punched by Johnny, Johnny, and she doesn't hit him back. She does not hit him back. She tells a teacher.
0: And his only punishment is he does not get a toy at the end End of the the week. week. Which you end up with 52 weeks in the year. Right, that's a lot of you toys. You 52 freaking toys. Right. Who the hell cares? Exactly. So, what's I the punishment? I,
2: I misunderstood when you, somebody does something they're supposed to. When somebody does something I like in my life today, I reward them. Not an over the top, ridiculous, like, here's a gold star. When no. if somebody's doing something
0: I like, I try to kind of, at some way, that's right, make it known I, mean, I like what you're doing because they're going over and above what is the norm. When you do doing about duties, like you know, basic and that's your things duty. Mean, don't hit Kaden
2: in the people.
1: Eye. right?
2: Okay, but and, let's hear what Kaden's. Let's see
0: what she says. Her no bullying policy. See, this is my child. Black eye.
1: Here's my no bullying policy. Okay if little johnny hits me in the face little johnny's gonna catch these hands we're gonna have matching black eyes and rainy days and i'm okay with that because johnny's gonna learn to keep his hands to himself yes and not like lessons
0: Handing out life lessons, (laughs) little Johnny is going to learn to keep his hands to to himself. himself. I agree with Caden. I do too. No, and
2: this is this is nonsense. This idea that violence is
0: always wrong. No, it's not. And I really defending yourself is just well in many ways noble. I hate to bring this up, but one thing that brought this video to my mind—I had seen this several about a month or two ago. There was a guy that called in that you knew yeah. uh, yesterday on uh, another show on the on Dan on, show. It was on, on uh, Dan show, yeah. And, and, no I'm sure he's a great guy. Poor and, dragon, and, and he was, yeah. He was talking about you know his. His one of his children sure. playing on the the playground and and they were out there fighting and this and that. You know what? That is the best thing in the world for seven, eight, nine year old boys to do. Yeah. Put them out there. Let them fight.
2: I used to do it in second
0: grade. Let them fight. Fight, That is, you don't realize how many life lessons those children are learning. They're learning, and the biggest one that they learn, if you let them fight when they're five, six, seven years old, Mm -hmm. is they learn, it hurts when I get hit. It hurts when I hit somebody. Let me find a different way to solve this problem that we're having rather than fight. And the male, I don't give a flying damn what you call yourself. You've either got oh, you're male about the, DNA, all the gender stuff, or female DNA. And if you got testosterone running through your body there and it go. starts with your traditional, in lane. that seven, eight, yes, it is traditional. It's not traditional, it's God given that boys are more aggressive and they've got to learn to contain that aggression. <laughs> they've got to learn to pull it back. And it's not just, I'm just going to fist fight you. Find a different way. They, Use they your have mind. A, argue with somebody. And it's not to just like, Make your repress point. it. Don't just no. repress it. Don't just don't focus
2: raise, it. Right. Don't raise your kid, your little boy in particular, if he's showing aggression, like he he's a little girl who's not. You raise him like a little boy is showing aggression. So you have to find a ways to channel that to teach him that you you have this capacity. You get angry. You want to lash out at people. Okay. <laughs> Number one, if you lash out at this little girl, it's not just Caden's going to hit you back. You're going to have consequences. And I'm not talking about necessarily spanking. That might be a consequence. But you're going to have a lot of consequences. Number one, when you do something to somebody, you're going to get a reaction. Number one. Yeah. Number two, there are better, more productive ways of channeling those feelings. You got Competition is a great one. So, like, this idea you don't keep score. Or, oh, God. That's bullcrap. I, mean, I just don't get that mentality. I, I don't and this idea of we have to keep everything safe forever that's not how life works i'm starting to sound like an old man now but it's
0: not how life works No, it's not and life some, is sometimes incredibly freaking tragic and that's the disservice that we do as parents raising our children to uh, good job caden you didn't hit little johnny back you yeah. get a uh, you get the treasure box this week and he gets rained no Hell no! Well, and somebody's probably going to watch that and go. There's Johnny something. Back. There's
2: something wrong with that little girl. There's going to be somebody who thinks that
0: there's nothing wrong with her. That's and that's,
2: defending yourself is a basic human right. And that's one. the
0: way. Like I said, that could be one of my children. I've had. <laughs> the, wait, 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 wait! It just dawned on me. Are we really buying into Caden bringing
2: back that old whole Old Testament eye for an eye?
0: Shouldn't Caden turn the other cheek? Nah, nah, nah. Not if little Johnny punches it in the eye for no reason. Okay. Uh uh-uh. uh. You've got to take up for yourself. Yeah. We see that's where it started, Joey. Was don't hit somebody unless they hit you first, and that's where it started. And then it's like, well, well yeah, that's don't a good hit rule. anybody unless they talk about your mama. And then it's now it's well, if somebody hits you, don't hit them back. You go back. The only fights I ever got into in my life were somebody hit me, and by damn, I took up for myself. Right. Now, I'm two and one, I got my tail kicked in one of them. Sure. Dude hit me and commenced to whoop in my rear end. But at least he knew that I was going to fight him. He wasn't just going yeah, to pick on My general rule, me.
2: number one, my rule is I don't get in fights for things people say. Like you could say a lot, and I might get very angry, but I'm not gonna fight you like physically. It's just yeah. dumb. Uh, if somebody hits me, it depends on who hits who hits me. I'm not an idiot. I, I'm not gonna let pride let me get more and more destroyed. Well, yeah. Let's just put it that way. But you know, if
0: now if it's life or death, then yeah, you get the Avengers. So. See, I don't. I don't know that it's just pride. I know what you're saying. Well, also, you know what you know. At, you some, know what I'm talking at about... some point, though, you have got to, and I do feel this. Maybe I'm wrong. As a man, at some point, when you are looked in the eye and stared down, hmm. you got to either give it or take it, one or the other. And somebody is getting their ass kicked, right? One or the other. You know, I, I, and this is a real
2: moment of honesty here, and this is just me. We're talking about how that you have those urges, of feelings of aggression. And how to channel it A big reason why I think I shy away from fights Is number one I'm not a big guy who can just do that That's a practical reason But number two When I have gotten really angry My mind doesn't go from Zero to Well we'll have a fight And somebody might win It'll be a fight Zero to
0: a thousand Yeah
2: it goes from Oh I'm so angry I could kill somebody And I'm not joking I'm not exaggerating. When I get that angry, it's not a safe thing for me to be in, whether it ends up I'll, I'll get hurt myself or I'll hurt somebody. It's not something I ever want to do. And yeah. I just kind of get that about myself, so I try not to ever put myself in that situation.
0: No, because because it really is because I know exactly what you're talking. Because the yeah. last time I was a grown man, <laughs> I mean, the fights that I got in were when I was a child. I right. That's when you're a kid. You're a kid. Sixteen and and younger. Right. But the the last time I came close, that's that is the place I was at, and and I was I'm a tall guy. I'm six. Three right. you know, right at two hundred pounds. And I'm reaching up, poking this guy in the chest, and I'm telling him, You don't know me, blankety blanker. Jack. You don't know me. <laughs> I said, I will and that was the exact words that came out of my mouth and they just came out. I said, I will kill you. Right. You don't know me. Yeah. I
2: will beat you to death. Yeah. You know, it's amazing how built in that is. Like it's in the the DNA.
0: Oh, it's, you know it's, what I mean. Like it's, it's thousands of years of human beings. It realize. is. It's it's an emotion, and and I don't. It's scary in a way. Sometimes it, it's also necessary. It's extremely scary because <laughs> that's. People, they're like, "Oh, Clay, you're always in a good mood," and I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, for the most part, you and, are." Yeah, and uh, even
2: when you're a little down, you're still a, a thoughtful. Oh yeah, I'm, guy. I'm still
0: kidding around and, yeah. and joking around, and it's you, you. don't want to see me mad. I mean, it just doesn't. I'm that way too. Like probably three like, times in the I'll last get two animated, years.
2: People, I don't think understand. I get very animated on these airwaves. I'll be yelling over the top. We did it some tonight. I am not angry. I do I do not need to be in public when I'm actually angry. Because it's ugly. Like I don't like it. Yeah. Turn into a monster. (laughs) Like I will say (laughs) terrible things. Like it's not fun for anybody (laughs) involved. So maybe one day somebody will actually piss me off on air and the mask will come off. But ooh, it's bad. But you know, it's funny, I was listening to something the other day about like parents raising kids. And, you know, I've always found that it's probably rude to suggest that, oh, I know what it's like to raise a kid because I've raised a dog. I've raised a, a cat, but in particular, a dog. <laughs> and, you know, maybe that it's not the same thing, but it's pretty close because the more I listen to like parents talking about raising their kids, like, well, if your kid doesn't get exercise and they're going to be irritable, like, it's the same thing with my golden retriever. <laughs> like, if he doesn't go for a walk, he's acting weird all night. So if I don't let the kid get all.
0: Tuckered out. i tired. Joey. <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Joey. But there there are some common lessons, but don't tell me. <laughs> I agree. Right.
2: But I don't think I'm ready to jump into the kid <laughs> pool, the kiddie pool. I'm ready to jump into getting a, a, I need a new dog, or I need a fat cat. Well, the big, fuzzy big Buddha Buddha is I'll go is visit gone. him. Well, and you know what? I did. I was able because I am a loving canine uncle. The red and fuzzy big booty Buddha, Mister Gimley. He's now living in Dothan, and I was able to get a care package from Teresa over at Four Healthy Pets. Mm-hmm, it was radical. like it looked like rawhide, but rawhide's not good for pets. And that's what Teresa's all about. Is it wants it to be? It's why it's called Four Healthy Pets. All natural, high quality. Uh, top-notch brands that aren't, you know, floor sweepings that aren't the scrapings from the bottom of the barrel they are top-notch, responsibly sourced from here in the United States and so that what looked like a rawhide roll was actually all-natural salmon or as some idiots called salmon it was all-natural salmon it is salmon
0: what's the L stand for?
2: (laughs) Salmon. Salmon. But it was a salmon roll. He ate that up real quick. And he also, I mean, you get him a nice, like, hoof so he can chew on that. But Teresa reached out. And one product we've been telling folks about on air is chicken crack. It's just this dried, all-natural chicken jerky. So good people will eat it. And you know what? It's not just for your dogs. It's also for your cats, especially that fat cat who loves to eat. They would love some chicken jerky. But here's the
0: thing, folks. The Meowawanna. The Meowawanna <laughs> is great too. It's that. <laughs> a great cat. But here's the Ted thing. Morse loves what's, it. what's happening
2: here, Southernwood? What's happening is that people love the chicken crack so much. Their dogs and their cats love the chicken crack so much that it's getting sold out real fast. So, what you need to do is go buy four healthy pets. It's on the Atlanta Highway, the Village East Shopping Center, same side of Atlanta Highway as Faulkner University, right next to it. And say hi to Teresa's that Joey sent me, and I would need to pre-order some of this chicken crack. Because I know my dog will love it. I know my cat will love it. And while you're there, get to know Teresa. What you'll find is it really is kind of this family-friendly, everybody's friends and family once you get to know her. It's a true locally-owned business, and it's great to support our local businesses. They're what supports local Talk radio. So, again, go buy 4 Healthy Pets. It's on the Atlanta Highway, the Village East Shopping Center. Old Skate Haven used to be yeah, on,
0: on top of the hill up
2: there. Yeah, absolutely, and you can also go to 4healthypetsonline.com, 4healthypetsonline.com, and this is 4-F-O-R. Not, we're not talking about the number 4, but it is 4. It's for them, for the pets. Make sure they're healthy and happy because you will be, and they'll teach you things. Maybe not as much as having a kid. But you'll learn some things. Like, you know, your dog needs exercise. Or else he gets a little squirrely. Nobody
0: likes it when your dog acts like a squirrel. And if somebody picks on your dog, they going to catch these hands. <laughs> right. <laughs> we got to have a break. We'll be right back.
1: Joey Clark. Joey Clark.
2: Well, welcome back, folks. Now, earlier, Southern Wood and I, by the way, Clay, Southern Wood Sharpsen Studio, Woo! we were talking about little Caden, little adorable, kindergarten age gal.
0: And she was saying, if, if little Johnny hits me, little Johnny's going to get these hands. Hey, I, I, I went through that with uh, Coleman. I'll say he wouldn't mind me saying that, my son. Right, and and there were some boys picking on him, and I he came to me and he said, "Daddy," and he was he wasn't crying, crying, but he had a little tear in his eye, and sure. he was like, "You know, they're picking on me," and I, I, we went through the scenario of why they were picking on him, and I said, "I said, we'll go over there and kick their ass," hmm. and he looked at me about like that. He was like, "Do what?" and I'm like, "No," I said. I said, I can go over there and stop them. I said, then what are they going to do? If I go over there and make them stop, what are they going to do? They're going to pick on you even worse after I leave. I said, at some point, you got to stand up for yourself. I said, no, you're not a grown man. Well, in the base, You're only eight years old. I said, but you go out there and take up for yourself. And they're, they're going to know one of two the, things.
2: What, but here's, and I get it. Go ahead. They're going to know that you aren't going to take it.
0: And what's the other one? You're gonna know one of two things that you can keep picking on me, but you're at least gonna get Is one punch. Back? You're gonna get one piece of throwback. You're hmm. gonna get one punch. Some resistance. You. Yes. You're gonna get something, or I'm fixing to. You know, it's gonna be more than just a little bit The, the black eye, right. and you're gonna learn that I'm actually bigger and better than you are. Well, and it's it's like a it's like the reverse of the general
2: rule or the golden rule essentially do unto others you would have them do unto you if you do something to me that I don't like I'm going to do it to you
0: not necessarily because it may be Coleman out there putting you in your place and you learning exactly who you are I can't get through life by just being the biggest strongest guy but here's the general idea is that it's okay to defend yourself
2: you hit me I'm allowed to hit you it's a pretty good rule I Within mean, and it's proportional. It's like, oh, you punched me, I'm going to kill you. It's, yeah, I mean, I ain't the, talking about and it's never gun that. Out. S- no, it's no, never no, no, that no. simple. But you, you catch the drift. It's self-defense is a basic human right. Right. Yeah. Kids, like kind, uh, and- old people, you know. Uh, so, but what if the one exception to that? If you are a man in your room not wearing stretchy pants if you are a man in your room and you are maybe wrestling another man that's fine like a man hits you you hit the man but what if a woman hits you nice punch to the face a nice knee to the face well I would suggest to you if a woman and you are a man and a woman Punches you. and Knees you in the face. I would suggest what Nacho suggested to the kids about wrestling. I know it is fun to wrestle. It's fun.
0: A nice pile drive to the face. A pile drive to the face. Or a punch to the face. Right. But you cannot do it. Because it is in the Bible not to
2: wrestle your neighbor. And it is now in society these days. You do not hit a woman back. Well, Michael Avenatti did not get the memo. He did not. Apparently... Today, Wednesday afternoon, a woman was on the sidewalk on her cell phone with sunglasses covering her eyes. Sobbing and screaming on the phone, I can't believe you did this to me. I'm going to get a restraining order against you. It was early reported that this was Avenatti's estranged ex-wife. No, it's a different woman. TMZ is told... Security brought the woman inside the building, took her upstairs, and Michael showed up five minutes later and ran into the building. He screamed repeatedly. Michael Avenatti screamed repeatedly, she hit me first. We're told he angrily added, this is BS. This is effing BS. We're told he was trying to get into the elevator, but security denied him access. And cops showed up a few minutes later and escorted Avenatti off the premises. And law enforcement sources say Avenatti kicked her out of the apartment. And that's when the alleged domestic violence occurred. He's currently in custody.
0: Yeah, you're a sexist. She hit me first. You're a sexist, do mm-hmm. you? You seem, seem like you're agreeing with this. Mm-hmm why shouldn't a man be able to hit a woman? Aren't aren't men and women the same? No. Oh, you are a super big sexist. I think men generally are more powerful. No, there is no difference between men and women. Really? Nice. No, that's what. That's what I hear on the television station every night.
2: There's What's no difference. you say difference? that women can several times in a night do something I can maybe only do once, maybe twice. No. Wrong. I would love to have multiple. Wrong pieces of pie in one night, but women get multiple pieces of pie all the time in one night. Joey is not allowed to have multiple pieces of pie in one; night. it's because I'm a man. That's a
0: difference. Joey, speaking of children, this is the world they're raised in. There is absolutely no difference between a man and a woman. But you're there not, are no difference in them. None. None. Whoa! I, that's what the children are taught these days. Send them to freaking public well, school. I hope
2: the children aren't listening.
0: There's no difference. They're equal. They're the same. So why should a man not be able to hit a woman? Women can, I mean, they can go to all-male schools. They can uh, fight on the front line in combat. I mean, they're equal to Mm -hmm. men. Mm -hmm. So why should a man be judged differently for hitting a woman? Who hit him first. Than a woman hitting a man. What do we say when a woman hits a man? If 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 a if you're one of your ex-girlfriends came in here right now and slapped you, what would I do? I would laugh. I'd bro. say, "Oh, that's you funny." Would. Right. If you got up when she and walked in her. and you slapped her, I would tackle you. Yes, you would. And say, "Dude, what the hell is your problem?" <laughs> so
2: now you're a sexist too.
0: But no, and I say, oh, "I really. am. Yeah. I, I own it." You're a pig. Yeah, yes. We all know. I know there's differences in men and women, yes, but do you same. see the point I'm making? Yes, I do see the point. Is It's only we're the same as long as it's convenient. When it's inconvenient, then it's a man picking on this poor little woman. Mm-hmm. You can't have it both ways. It's one way or the other. One or the other. you got to pick. I think you can make an argument that people should be treated with equal
2: dignity... And respect, and that girls don't have to be necessarily pigeon-held into certain types of professions and pursuits, and nor do men. I
0: agree with that 100%. Right. I've got three daughters. I know.
2: And I know you agree with that. And I think most people these days agree with that without ever using some ism, but their not- ideology. To, they just think about the people that they take care of and love and want any, all, whatever opportunity to come their way. But yes, that you can hold that attitude that. Women, especially these days, young women should be go for it. Sky's the limit. Yeah, and if there's a ceiling, break it. It's up <laughs> to you, though. It don't don't plead for special privilege. Don't ask for a leg up. You got to do it. I, that's my point of view. But you can also, with that attitude, say there are differences. There are major differences between men and women. And and I. I, I well, and actually, we have more in common than we have different, but the differences matter. Yeah,
0: I get that, but I mean, it you comes. Well, could
2: have Michael Avenatti, if the woman actually attacked him, could he have, you know, held her back without, you know, it seems bludgeoning her face?
0: Well, I, no, and I'm not excusing what he did, obviously. obviously. I'm not, don't, yeah. don't take that the wrong way. I'm, I'm being hyperbolic to make a point. Women want to be equal, and everything is completely equal. And if you take the other argument is, well, men are stronger and bigger and more powerful than women. On average, yes. So then that means that any time, say, if you and I got into a fight... Mm-hmm. I'm bigger and taller than you are so it would But are you I stronger would, brother? I would be Are you actually stronger brother? I would be at fault because Man. oh well I'm the bigger guy I shouldn't No, be But we do that in we guy. do that with actual fighting
2: combat sports. You have weight classes. Like we do take that into account. Well,
0: I ain't talking about combat sports. I'm but talking about. There's a about, reason, though, that's taken into account. In if combat. you and I got into a fight and went before a judge, the judge is not going to look over there and go, "Oh, well, Joey, you know, he's only five ten. You know, this guy's 6'3", I'm Six know, foot.
2: So excuse me,
0: or oh, whatever you
1: don't are. Don't you You're short me two inches?
2: <laughs> You're six three. You had three inches on me. I'm happy to admit that. Those, I'm six foot.
0: Those two inches matter, don't they? They do. <laughs> I do. Don't you short me two <laughs> inches. Oh,
2: well, actually, somebody, say,
0: huh. somebody,
2: and I'm not going to reveal who it is because I promised I would not tell anybody who did this, but I have to tell the story. Somebody walked up to me, kind of getting a little like a dog in trouble, but it was more like, is anybody else looking? Like, scurried over to me and said, Joey. And they h- held. A- forward see how I'm using gender neutral pronouns held forward a six inch ruler like you'd have in like your your school book and they said so if I'm measuring something with this ruler do I start at the zero or the one <laughs> and I said this person You start at the zero because if you started at the one, you just made all the men in the world scream. (laughs) As a man, you start at the zero. You started the base of that ruler, not at the
0: one. You started the space before the zero starts. (laughs) (laughs) I just couldn't believe it.
2: <laughs> somebody asked me that question. It's just one of those moments that will forever be burned into your mind. And I'm not doing it at somebody's expense. I'm not revealing who this person is. But oh my god,
0: that was a funny, funny day. I'm I'm all disheveled now. I have completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> and I have moments like
2: that in my life where you're like, well, oh, dull. Come on, you idiot. Get through it, yeah. But oh, we're all we're imperfect,
0: you know. Yep. We try our best. I just I love that little girl. You gonna catch these hands, Caden? Oh yeah, yeah. And it says, yeah. No, well, that's the right mentality, and and it really is. It is. It actually, it's it's a funny video. If you hadn't seen it, find it. It's easy to find. One rule in kindergarten, and but she, she does make a good point. It says, you know what. At the end of the week, I don't get a little star. Johnny do not look at us, get a little star. We go, both got black eyes. We both get a rainy day, yeah. But Johnny actually learns the lesson in what she's saying. Johnny learns you put your hands on me, you're going to catch these hands, and you're going to pay a price for it. Now, and he can do it again the next week. That's his choice. But if well, he doesn't don't like, want another black eye, he's not gonna do it again. Then I think it's a good lesson that if I have a
2: daughter and somebody says comes up and gropes her, don't write a think piece about it several years later, turn around and kick him in the pills.
0: Exactly. That's why God gave men nuts. That gives a no, no, advantage. No, that's how we're
2: ending the show. That's how we're ending it. That's why.